on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Purcell, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Andy and DJ. Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for, cruise the internet. This is where we take topics of the day, we put them up on the screen, we talk about and speculate what's true and speculate on what's not true, and then give our uh, completely unbiased opinions on the way things should be. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to 2024, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. But don't worry, we're going to be here the whole time making fun of all these people. Yep. Uh, For those of you that don't... That are unfamiliar with the show. We have shows within the show, and Cruise the Internet is just the most popular version of the show. We also have other shows. We have a Q&AF, which is what you got to hear yesterday. That posts every single Monday. That's where you submit questions, and we give you the answers. You can submit your questions a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Or you go on YouTube in the comments section on those videos, the Q&AF episodes... Uh, you can tell which ones they are by the little mark in the left-hand corner, the bottom left-hand corner. It'll say Q&AF. Drop your questions in the comments there, and uh, we'll pick some from there as well. Other times, we have Real Talk. Real Talk generally airs on Thursdays or Saturdays, and that's just 5 to 20 minutes of me giving you some Real Talk. Then we have Full Length. Full Length is uh, where we sit down with someone. We have an interesting conversation. We've got a lot of those coming up this year that I think you guys are going to love. Um and then we have 75 Hard Verses, and that's what you heard on Saturday uh, with my man Connor, who came in, and we interview people who have done the 75 Hard program. Um, they talk about how their life was before, how their life is now, what they improved, and uh, how you can make the same changes they make, which you know everybody's trying to do at this time of year. Uh, you can get the Live Hard program, which includes 75 Hard, for free at episode 208, or you can go buy... The book on mental toughness, which is available at andyforsella.com, which gives you the whole Live Hard program, plus a whole bunch of other stuff on uh, mental toughness, what it is, why it's important, and how it can change your life. Uh, <clears throat> sold out the first run of that book. I want to say thank you to you guys. Uh, we expected that first run to last until mid-February, sep- mid uh, and we sold out of it before we actually launched it. It's supposed to be launched literally today, which would have been yesterday you're listening to this now on january 1st and uh, we don't have any books to sell so we are still offering the pre-order uh the pre-orders will ship out about four weeks from now hopefully <clears throat> maximum six weeks but uh the response has been overwhelming it's been very 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 uh inspiring to me personally that so many people are uh committed to getting better and just being better examples you know we're moving into one of what I think will be the most chaotic and most pivotal and important times in American history, if not human history. And our example of personal excellence um, matters more than it ever has. And so to see so many people come out and uh, purchase that book, it just honestly, it just gives me a lot of hope for, for what we got coming up. So I appreciate you guys and I love you guys for making the commitment to be the best that you can. I think it speaks a lot for what we got going on here. So just wanted to say that um, <clears throat> on with the show. Yeah, we have this thing we call the fee, dude. I love this. We're getting all these new graphics now. What is it? New year, new me. That's right. Um, I'm thinking about just making these guys here on the on the. You guys let us know in the comments what you think. But I'm thinking about putting everybody in here on a mic. I think everybody needs to be on a microphone. I think this needs to be a collective show. We have things to offer here, don't we, Zeeshan? Yes, we do. Let's say that into the mic here. We'll just get started. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think that's what we're one of the things we're going to change here pretty soon. We're going to have a, a group, little little group effort on the show. But anyway, we have this thing called the fee, and that means share the show. Okay, we don't run ads on the show. We don't run ads for the show. Um, <clears throat> I fund this show completely out of my pocket to serve, and uh, I don't like being told what to do. So I ask very simply that if we're going to do our part, you please do your part by sharing the show. So we have this little thing we say here. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. Hey. What's up, dude? New year, new me. New year, new me. New me, new year. That's right. Yeah, what's going on with you? Nothing, man. Just uh, first show that we actually recorded in the new year. It is. It is the first. I do like the new graphics. Graphics are pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm glad I came up with them. Yeah. 
My favorite is definitely the uh, <laughs> my favorite is definitely the bottom left, not the Bigfoot one, but the one in our cool outfits there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are those are uh, those look pretty nice. Those are uh, we got something for those, don't we? I, I don't know. Huh. I I would just say huh. if I were to recreate any of these outfits and actually wear them in real life, it would definitely be, that, be one. that. It would be that one. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Hmm. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> a little speculation. That's right. Yeah, man. Uh, a lot of good stuff happened. We had, uh, you know, every year I think in New York City, there's always this big New Year's Eve party and stuff like that. There's a few memorable uh, moments from those. I thought we should review a couple of those. Bro, I was in bed by like 10 o'clock. Were you? Oh, yeah. I was sleeping. And <laughs> all the neighbors. Once you get like past <sighs> a certain age. Bro, the neighbors that? unleashed like furious oh, no shit. amounts of fireworks. Mm. It went on for like an hour. See, that's the good thing about being in South County now. It's like. You know, it's fireworks. Where I'm from, it's it's gunshots. It's gunshots. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. All right, cool. Right. You yeah, know. yeah. Well, you know, it's cool, man. It's cool. Um, but yeah, got, got a couple of a uh, couple of things happen. Uh, let's check them out. Uh, did you see that uh, Biden had to be reminded that he likes ice cream? Yeah. So headline reads: Biden has to be reminded by Jill that ice cream is his favorite food during rare interview. Shocking. Yeah, they gave him some softball questions. Um, this New York Post uh, article reads, he only takes soft-serve questions. Uh, President Biden stumbled in his latest interview when asked about what food he likes, uh, with First Lady Joe Biden prodding the 81-year-old commander-in-chief to remind him he enjoys ice cream. Here's a video. I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've eaten pasta, which I love. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. Why do they look so weird? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is she wearing? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Oh, oh, I man. bet it costs a lot, though. Oh, I guarantee you, it, it costs, costs a bunch a lot. of taxpayer money. Yep, absolutely. And I bet you a, cu- a bunch of kids made it. Yeah, in China. <laughs> Did you see the Green Day stuff? I didn't see it, but oh, I heard about it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a tough one. But I mean, like, it's not really shocking. No, like they—they've always, douchebags. yeah. I mean, it's they've like, always been that way. They've always been that. Like, I mean, it's not like the first time. Everybody's making a big deal out of it. I just think it's funny how all these rock and roll people think that like people give a fuck what they think. Mm-hmm. Like, you're out of touch, bro. You've been famous your whole life. You're rich as fuck. Shut the fuck up. Play your fucking music. Be lucky that we even listen to your shit. Yeah, no shit. Here, here's a clip from that, though. <clears throat> How old are they? Old. He's in his 50s. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, is... <clears throat> like, dude, the guy's fucking four foot eleven. Yeah. You, you know, you've been around forever, bro. Like, <clears throat> just the, sing the fucking song. Yeah, the days of these Hollywood and rock and roll people coming out, like, like, like they're they think they're being revolutionary. Like, there's nothing revolutionary about being on the side of the establishment. Mm. There's nothing revolutionary about being on the on the side of big media, big pharma, corrupt governments across the world, the World Economic Forum, the globalist movement. There's nothing punk or rock about against all of it yeah these guys are paid these people are employed by record companies who have certain agendas and they are told that they can say certain things and those things are not in favor with the public anymore and they continue to come out and show how out of touch they are most people who listen to rock and who listen to heavy shit they are not with this shit like these people out here listening to rage against the machine like rage against the machine has entered its greatest era of all time and they don't even know it and they're too stupid to capitalize on it like all of their lyrics apply to the progressive left to communism to what's going on in the world and then these people come out and stand with those same people it makes them look like clowns and it exposes that they were never really about that shit anyway it was just it was just marketing Dude, if Rage Against the Machine came out right now and said, dude, we're with the people, like, this is crazy, they'd be the biggest band in the fucking world. Number but one. they won't do it because they're a bunch of fucking sellouts, yeah. which sucks because I've always been a huge fan of their music. Yeah. I still am a huge fan of their music. but Because the lyrics apply, man. They, they apply. It's funny because when I first started listening to them back in the 90s, 
these their lyrics were for the the left right right the left has always been the punk the the the, the, rebe- the rebellious fuck the man yes yeah and now they are the man mm-hmm. and they're still saying this shit and it makes them look stupid <clears throat> yeah, that's wild man yeah so that was new year's yeah um that was new year's let's uh you want to take a cruise yeah Let's do it, guys. Remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, links, articles, videos, go to andyforseller.com. You can find them there. Uh, with that being said, headline number one. Headline number oh, man, one. These reads. new graphics are good. You've been working on stuff. I like it. Earning this keep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> these are great. Headline number one. Headline number one reads Jeffrey Epstein's friend list. Glenn Maxwell lawsuit holds clue. Uh, to names about to be made public. So um, nearly 200 names that have previously been redacted from court documents in a lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein's former lover and accomplice, Glenn Maxwell, will soon be made public after a federal judge in New York ordered their unsealing last month. So U.S. District Judge Loretta Preska issued a 51-page order explaining her reasoning on whether to unseal or continue to redact the names of about 180 John and Jane Doe's, giving some clues as to who they might be. Now, some of the names were previously known through other means despite having been withheld from the public's eye in the lawsuit. Many had publicly known ties to Epstein. Others on the list include his alleged victims who were taken to his private island in the U.S. Virgin Islands or one of his mansions in New York City and Florida. Um, Now, Virginia Gouffre, an Epstein accuser who said he trafficked her as a minor in the early 2000s, sued Maxwell in 2015. The party settled out of court in 2017. Epstein had relations Uh, Relationships with numerous influential figures from politicians, including former presidents and prime ministers, to Hollywood stars, leading academics, and the UK's Prince Andrew, whom Gouffre also sued. Now, one of the names have been has been unmasked as John Doe 36 and um, it's Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton to be unmasked as Doe 36 and identified more than 50 times in Jeffrey Epstein doc bump, doc dump. It's not shocking. No, dude, anybody who's been paying attention to this for any amount of time knows this. It's not shocking. So, so, but here's what I'm confused about, though. mm -hmm. Are they calling him Bill Clinton in the document now or are they still calling him Doe 36? And he will be. So that name will no longer be like it'll be called Bill Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And or, is that true yeah. for the other names too? Do you know? Yeah, so so that's the interesting thing, right? So um like I got this little excerpt from ABC, right? So what what the judge did, I'll read this. So so according to the procedure established by Judge Preska, attorneys for each of the does were offered a preview of the court files containing their name before determinations were made about unsealing the records. Each person was afforded an opportunity to argue for keeping the record sealed. Clinton's legal team, after reviewing the excerpts, did not lodge any objections to the publications of the documents, according to Prescott's order last month. So the judge gave every single one of those John Doe's and Jane Doe's an opportunity to say, hey, make a case. Keep my stuff blacked out and redacted. They didn't they didn't object to it, which is like weird in, in and of itself, like. Why don't you care if your name's gonna be sh- like? Wouldn't you want? Because nothing happens to them no matter what they do. They don't care. That's see, and that that's like I'm like okay, well, like this is just a pure power ego. Yeah, do something about it. Is how I'm seeing it, man. Because like that's what they do when they take when they when they take the mask when the evil villain takes their own mask off. That's them telling you like, yeah, it's me, and there's nothing you're gonna do about it. Yeah, that's what's been happening. There's no accountability for anybody in any of these situations that have happened over the last 20, 30 years in government. These people have been allowed to do whatever they want at our expense to ruin our countries, to do whatever they think they need to do. Um, <clears throat> and they don't have to, re- they don't have to be held accountable for anything. None of the people who were participated in COVID, which was all wrong and all lies and all propaganda for the most part have been held accountable or even begun to be held accountable. Like there's, these people are doing whatever they want with no accountability, and they they don't give a shit if you see it or know it or whatever. They don't care. Yeah. 
In fact, they still have the gall to come on TV and tell you that, you know, how you should live your life and how you should vote. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I mean, and and the Clinton house has been quiet. Uh, No comment has been made um, from the Clintons at all about any of this stuff. Um, And the the list was supposed to drop today. There's still an opportunity for it to drop. You know, at the time of the recording, it hasn't been out yet. But uh, Bill Clinton's definitely been unmasked is what they're calling it. I mean, what does it matter if the list drops or not? Like, everybody knows who these people are. Right. Nobody, nothing's happened to them. Nothing's going to happen to them. Unless the people rise up and make something happen to them. Demand something. Yeah, happen. that's it. Yeah. Like th- th- like people keep saying, well, nothing's going to happen. That's accurate as long as you keep saying nothing's going to happen and you think that someone's going to ride in and hold all these people accountable. We have to hold them accountable. So when we get on the internet and we black pill all this shit and say, yeah, well, they're going to get away with it. Or yeah, why don't you instead start calling for accountability? Why don't we as people start calling for accountability? Like- of course they're not going to be held accountable because are their friends going to hang them? Are their friends going to put them in jail for the next 50 years? Are their friends going to, you know, uh, hold them accountable for crimes against humanity? Are they going to do that? No, they're not going to do that. Their friends are going to say, well, if we do that to them, they're going to say, they're going to tell what we did too. So everybody protects each other. And that's what's going on here. And it's us versus them. Us, the peasants, versus them, the, the the power brokers of the world, because they've decided in their head that they could choose for for all of us. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. <sighs> There's a lot of that going on, too, this, uh, you know, letting the friends off. We'll get to that here in a minute. Um, but, yeah, guys, let us know down in the comments what you guys think. Uh, was this surprising for you? Was it expected? What do you guys think? Let us know down in the comments. Uh, with that being said, let's keep cruising. Uh, These got- people are not afraid, dude. No, that's dude, to me. That's just a. They're not. A why would they be move, afraid? Man. What would they be afraid of? Right. This is why accountability has to be had, because there's been such a long time since any accountability has been exercised that none of these people globally are afraid to do anything to any one of us or any group of us. Yeah. This is this is for all governments in the world. No leader who is tyrannical, who has, you know, like when was the last time one of these people were lined up against the wall and fucking shot? Yeah. When was the last time one of these people were put in prison? When was the last time a group of these people were hung? When was the last time that people were held accountable in any way that would instill any kind of respect or fear for us, the people? There is none. We're not, uh, we the people are failing our obligation to hold these people accountable, which is defined in the Constitution of the United States of America. We are not upholding our duty. No. These people should be held accountable, and it should be the demand of the people for the crimes that they've committed. When you look at what Hillary Clinton's done, just her by herself, take away the Epstein stuff, take away everything, dude, and you look at her allegedly, which when I say allegedly, I mean 99% of the fucking evidence says that she created that out of thin air. Christopher Steele's document, the Steele dossier. That's that's FEC finder. It's been proven by multiple agencies that this is a factual statement that that document was made up. And off of that document, they created the Trump-Russia collusion narrative. And for eight years now, they have divided America based around this narrative, which is was made up on their part to make Trump look like a traitor. They attacked him through the media. They propagated all this division around this thing. They said he was in Russia getting pissed on by prostitutes and colluding with Vladimir Putin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They impeached him twice. Bro, failed, okay? <laughs> and the thing is, is that they made it up. They just made it up because they didn't win the way they wanted to. And so they made living hell for the rest of America because they didn't get their way. Think of all the division that's been created out of this. Think of all the the, the identity politics division. Think of all the all the cancel culture. Think of all the negative shit that's happened since 2016 when she made up that document for political reasons. And these people walk around with smiles on their faces in their Martha's Vineyard's home, living these ultra fucking elite rich lifestyles, shoving it down our fucking throats, making our life living hell. That to me, that should be punishable by severe consequences to the point where we understand that you shouldn't do that. Yeah. When we talk about 
COVID. And we talk about what was done during COVID by the media and by Fauci and by international organizations like the WHO and the WEF. And all, this is like a thousand to two thousand very elite people who have created these narratives that literally closed millions of businesses, ruined millions of lives, created a situation where two years of school was missed for kids at critical ages in their development that are now all fucked up. Okay. Like, People were killed because they were denied effective therapeutics because if you talked about ivermectin or you talked about hydroxychloroquine or you talked about the vaccine, you were booted off the internet, you were deplat. How many people died because you couldn't talk about ivermectin so that they could maintain a state of emergency through COVID? How many people? How many people? How many people have now had ill side effects or myocarditis because they forced the fucking vaccine on them? forced it to keep their jobs in 2021. How many people? Millions of fucking people, bro. And this is all, you can't even talk about it. Now we have all these people, and this is how this is how weak the common sense conservative side of the population is. They're so fucking weak, dude, it's disgusting. When people die who are young, they, like they, they, and you go read the comments. No one's saying, obviously, it's the fucking vaccine. Mm-hmm. People are saying, well, I wonder what it is because right. they're too afraid to even say what it is. Died suddenly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Like, man. we all know what's happening. We all understand what's yeah. been going on. There's tons of insurance data that shows that death rates are at a ridiculous high amount, especially with stillborn births and. Fucking myocarditis and kids and sudden deaths, like all of these things have been covered up and aren't talked about. And the whole population of common sense Americans and people of the world are still like they're they're like passively talking about it. It's like, well, I clearly obvious what that is. And like they won't even like you won't even say it like, dude. And if we as a people won't even say this shit out loud, how the fuck are we going to get from here to accountability. Right. You see what I'm saying? You can't. Like, bro, I come on a podcast in front of the whole world this entire time and said all the shit that nobody wants to say. I'm still fucking here, motherfuckers. And you're afraid to say fucking anything. And we wonder why there's no accountability. That's why. Because people are fucking cowards. Sorry. It is what it is. You know how many people tell me they won't share the show because it's controversial? Mm -hmm. Well, if you won't share a show... Or make a statement because it's controversial. We'll never get to accountability for the people who have done the things that they've done. Yep. It'll never happen. Anyway. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll see, man. Guys, guys, tell us down in the comments what you guys think on this topic. Uh, with that being said, let's keep moving. Um, let's crew some comments. Let's do it. <laughs> this comment comes from uh, Elaine... Lee, one, two, three, four. Uh, she says, whoa, 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 wait a second here. Long time listener, and I agree with 90% of what you guys say, but Andy says, quote, we have to eliminate people from voting who do not contribute. If you're a white suburban housewife who doesn't have their own tax return, guess what? No fucking vote, end quote. You're assuming being a housewife has no economic value. Who is taking care of the kids so the breadwinner can be out there winning bread? You should rethink this one, Andy. Yeah, I read this comment. I rethought it. No fucking vote. (laughs) What? Oh, yes. I rethought it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. All right, let's get back on to the crew. <laughs> Look, real, real talk. Okay, I'm, I'm being an asshole because it was appropriate opportunity. It's funny, but yeah. let's be you real. To, you had to take it. Okay, I had to take it there. You had to take it. It is what it is. Uh, I love you, Elaine. All right, we're all good. Um, I think you make a fair case for the argument. I'm open. I'm open to. I'm open to uh, differing opinions. I think this is a valuable opinion, and I think, you know, if if your husband. Let's say you have a married household and your husband files a tax return, then you guys can combine your votes. <laughs> Think of it this way, like Isn't it your vote anyway? Aren't you telling this motherfucker what to vote for? Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, most of these men can't even tie their own fucking shoes without asking their wife if it's okay. It's I mean, aren't you re- don't you really tell them how to vote? 
Let's be real. Like, I mean, look at it this way. You can still vote on the grocery shopping list. <laughs> you can vote on... <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> she can vote on our peanut butter jelly sandwich contest. <laughs> All right, listen, real, real talk. Real shit, Elaine. Real, real. No, real shit. No vote. <laughs> Charmin or Cottonell? No, listen, real talk. I think this is a fair point. I think if you're a married household and you're a one-income family and you're on the tax return, yeah. it's, you guys can both vote. Yeah, for sure. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. But sure. I am going to tease you about it because yeah. it's just teed up, man. I think I think we you knocked that shit out. I think Fuck. she... I, I think, first of all, you don't agree with 90% of what we say. If you only agree with 90%, you still wouldn't be here because the shit that you disagree would be so bad, you say, fuck those guys. Yeah. You're a 99%er. This was the one time you didn't agree, and you made a good point. And so I'll allow you to vote. Yeah. Let's vote on if she should vote. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Should she vote? I say yes. I say she should get a vote. Is it just me and you? Oh, the guys get a vote? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We got unanimous yeses here, no. except. I said no. You said no? I said no. <laughs> what do you say, Zeeshan? Do women get to vote in India? Yeah. Okay. Oh, they do in India? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But isn't that the problems in India? <laughs> That's why. Isn't that why you left? <laughs> no, here, real, real talk. <laughs> this shit's too good. I think she makes a good point. And no, it's a great point. Final serious answer. If you're a married couple and it's a one-income household and you're taking care of the kids, I think you should vote. I think that's a good contribution to America. I think uh, yeah. I think she makes an excellent point. Real yeah. talk. Yeah. We can joke about it all we want, but it's a good point, and I'm glad she pointed it out. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Elaine. Yeah. All right. Let's keep this cruise moving. Headline number two. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's just so easy. We can't, I mean, listen, you can't line shit up like that. Okay, man. listen. I I probably go back to it. I want to I want to correct my. If that's so, I'm sure she quoted me. That's what said. First of all, you gotta understand, I speak very loosely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sometimes I may not speak exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. But here's what I mean when I say this: What I mean are the brunchers. Yeah, the brunchers. That's I mean the brunchers. Way. I don't. I. I don't. I don't actually mean white suburban housewife. I mean. I mean white suburban bruncher housewife. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I fucking mean, man. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're actually, like, working the house, you know what I'm saying? You're doing the shit, you're taking care of it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because that is actually very valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're, you're just going to fucking brunch on fucking Sundays and, and getting wine drunk. If you don't have any kids and you're married to a dude who's got a job and you, you don't have any kids, shit, no vote. No vote. You got to have kids to have the vote. I like that. That's a good rule. That's a good rule. Because now you are contributing to the future of America. Yeah. So you have a say. Really, I think she makes a great point. Make sure you're raising those little bad motherfuckers too. Yeah. Listen, I'm not a, I'm not against saying when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And and I was obviously talking it was just misquoted. 90%. Yeah, she <laughs> she clearly just fucked up what I said. <laughs> you got to do a Gavin on yeah. this one, bro. Yeah. That's not what I said. No, yes, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> and it is true because it's true. <laughs> oh, oh man. Shit, man. I, oh. I'm glad she said that though. <laughs> I love it. I, I listen, I, I'm I'm a reasonable human being. Mm-hmm. I think that's a reasonable point. And yeah. I think she's right. Yeah. So yeah, they can keep their vote for now. But the rest of you motherfuckers, <laughs> no votes. <laughs> I love it. Guys, let's keep this cruise moving. We got headline number two. Headline number two reads Justice Department covering for deep state by not charging Sam Bankman Freed. Another shocker for the guys. Listen, we're starting we're starting twenty twenty four off. On, on a great, uh, great, great way, guys. Yeah. Um, the Justice Department has been accused by multiple sources for covering for the deep state by not holding a second trial against disgraced former FTX CEO Sam Bankman Freed for his allegedly unlawful political donations and bribery of foreign officials, the New York Post revealed Saturday. Um, federal prosecutors said on Friday that they will not hold a second trial against Bankman Freed, claiming there was a public interest in a resolution to the Bankman Freed case. The prosecutors also said that, quote, much of the evidence that would be offered in a second trial was already offered in the first trial and can be considered by the court at the defendant's March 2024 sentencing. The officials added, quote, given that practical reality 
and the strongest public interest in a prompt resolution of this matter, the government intends to proceed to sentencing on the counts for which the defendant was convicted at trial. Uh, Representative Tim Burchett of Tennessee on Friday said the trial will not allow the American people to know more about which politicians tried to influence. Um, quote, so we don't know which politicians he bribed or whose campaign uh, campaigns he influenced. Uh, that collective sigh of relief you are hearing is from the deep state, Burchette wrote. Uh, crypto law founder John Deaton wrote, the DOJ has shown again that it is not an independent agency. Who is the attorney general protecting? Uh, Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk said, quote, uh, the SBF case became too high profile for the DOJ to completely ignore, but they made sure laundering 100 million of customers' money uh, to Schumer, Biden, and McConnell and other dark money groups would never blow back on the elite. Trump faces 700 years in federal prison, but America's uniparty cabal just gave themselves a get-out-of-jail-free card. You're witnessing D.C. corruption in real time. Um, yeah, so uh, they're, they're basically dropping six charges against him. Um, now, again, he donated about $100 million during the 2022 midterms pouring tens of millions into dark money groups with customer funds. Um, And some of these groups, they were linked to Senate leaders like Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, um, Maxine Waters. Here's a video of her blowing him a kiss. I mean, they love this guy. Hmm. Anyway, we got on this. Well, to be clear, like what people have to understand, when they say giving customers funds, Customers bought FTX, Mm -hmm. and then the money, which it so often does with these cryptos, exchanges and coins, has to go somewhere, and it just went away into these politicians' pockets. Mm -hmm. His lifestyle. Right. So a lot of people don't understand this. They don't understand. I sell you a crypto coin, which is... Nothing. It doesn't exist physically. It's nothing. Yeah. I sell you some air. You give me $10,000. Right. Okay. And when I ask these crypto people, where does that $10,000 go? They have such a hard time defining where it goes. Well, in this case, because it goes somewhere. It has to go somewhere. And we see that it goes somewhere by all the motherfuckers who are getting found, uh, caught doing this. Some of which have been literally killed. Unalived. Okay. It's the greatest scam ever for for scammers because they're saying, here's this thing that doesn't exist. Give me your money. And then they turn around and do whatever they want with their money. And this guy had billions of dollars at his disposal. So what's he do? He does what a dumbass would do with billions of dollars at his disposal. He spends it all on himself and then starts making himself the fucking man by giving all this money to these groups. So he's taking money that was supposed to be held to fund the exchange and giving it away to these politicians. And he thought the whole time that these politicians would never prosecute him because of the money that he was giving and that he would be allowed to continue to operate. That's what he's not, what people are not understanding is this was an implied deal between him Mm -hmm. and them. And they were in on it. And by them not allowing this trial to happen, they are making it impossible for the evidence to be discovered to show that this was the arrangement. The arrangement was, impl- I'm sure there are texts mm-hmm. and conversations and all kinds of information. Meetings and. That are documented that would come to surface that said, basically, give us the money and we'll make sure you never go to jail. And so now these people are like, well, fuck this guy. Yeah. He's going to jail no matter what. Yep. There's nothing he can do about it. We're not going to let that stuff come out. No. So we're just not going to prosecute this other case. And what Charlie Kirk is saying is correct. I don't agree with everything Charlie Kirk says or everything his organization says or does. But he's 100% correct when he said what he said there. Yeah. Well, and and dude, here's the other part, too. If all of this comes out and we know where the money went, who it went to, and the fact that it was all illegal, that money has to go back. Yeah, and they... They've already spent that fucking money. Yeah, bro. So it's like, okay, so like, I mean, you you give... This This is just the tip of the corruption that people don't understand. The bigger corruption scandal that's happened over the last three years is the printing of trillions of dollars and then the 
sending of aid to Ukraine and then the redistribution of funds from Ukraine back into these political packs Mm -hmm. and these individual politicians. That's the big corruption. That's direct stealing from the taxpayers of the United States of America, which where's that evidence and when's that going to come out? Right. And the reason that's not coming out is because that's the way they've always done it. And the reason that we're seeing this massive amount of inflation, in my opinion, is that they understand that the collapse of the dollar is likely imminent and that there will be a transition to a digital currency or a digital standard. And they understand that we are in the last days of American dollars as we know it. So what would you do if you knew that the plan was to end the American dollar and bring in something else? Well, here's what I would do if I were them and in their position. I would print as much money as I can. I would send it out over there. I would funnel it back to myself. And then I would buy beachfront properties like Nancy Pelosi did for $25 million in Florida when she says that global warming is going to swallow up the entire fucking eastern and west coast. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, people are so dumb, they don't understand the fucking game here. They don't see the show game. They're printing money because they're going to end the dollar. They're going to collapse the dollar through hyperinflation and transition to a digital currency. They're printing the money. They're then sending the money over there. Little Zelensky gets to keep part of it, mm-hmm. and he gets to buy some yachts and some big houses and all this shit. The rest of it comes back to political PACs or individual people that are in the government, which they're all in on. All the people voting for it are receiving back. Those people are taking the money, buying assets that will bridge from this monetary system to the next. If you own a piece of land or let's say gold or some sort of asset, you can bridge the gap between the collapse of the dollar and the new currency. Then you sell the new asset on the new currency and you're rich in the new currency. Mm-hmm. Get it? Yep. This is what they're doing. Yeah. This is what Eric Wrighton sat here and explained to us. This is what Eric Schmidt sat here and explained to us. This is what they're fucking doing. This is how they do it, man. Yes, and this that's the bigger it. scam. Yeah. This is just, hey, we did something. Yeah. Look, look, dude, our government is so far beyond corrupt of what most people understand is corrupt. Most people understand it's a country club, Good old boy. These people all work. Most people understand that. They don't understand that it's a legitimate criminal organization that is stealing your fucking taxpayer, your tax dollars, and forcing you into poverty to pay that tax so they can fucking steal it. Like, literally. Yep. And they put it in this weird coded language that yes. we don't speak. Yes. And they funnel it, it through. It's impossible to follow. These, they make all these bills. And that's only one way they do it. Mm-hmm. The other ways they do it is they make all these bills. These these bills with, you know, that say uh, infrastructure plan. And then right. in the infrastructure plan, they have. Um, it's a 3,000 page bill. Yeah, with all kinds of other shit. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of other shit that's sent out to, for the budget. Who do they hire to do that work? Oh, they hire companies that they own or own interest in. Or their buddies come. Dude, listen, or... this is why I say that we as American citizens are literal slaves. Because we work our fucking asses off to have our money legitimately stolen from us from people that we fucking elect to serve us. This is legitimately what's happening, and most people are clueless to it. And if you say it, they fucking kill you, or they put you in jail, or they fucking ruin you. So, you know. It's insane, man. It is. It's insane, dude. It's insane. Guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know down in the comments what you guys think. Uh, let us know. With that being said, man, let's keep our crews moving. We got our third and final headline, headline number three. Headline number three reads, Mike DeWine defends vetoing ban on gender procedures for minors. J.D. Vance slams his reasoning. This is great. I saw. I, this is great. Yeah, all right. Yep. So uh, Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio blasted Governor Mike DeWine Friday after the governor defended his veto of a bill that would ban gender procedures on minors and prevent boys from competing in girls sports. The bill, HB 68, vetoed by DeWine on Friday with ban would ban transgender procedures on minors, such as double mastectomies on girls who identify as boys and other genital procedures for children with gender dysphoria. 
It would also prohibit biological boys from competing in girls' sports across the state. DeWine said at a press conference following his decision to veto the legislation that if the bill were to become law, the government would be encroaching on parents' rights. Uh, Here's the quick video. Ultimately, I believe this is about protecting human life. Many parents have told me that their child would not have survived, would be dead today, if they had not received the treatment they received from one of Ohio's children's hospitals. I've also been told by those who are now grown adults that but for this care, they would have taken their life when they were teenagers. Parents are making decisions about the most precious thing in their life, their child. And none of us, none of us should underestimate the gravity and difficulty of those decisions. So so Vance slammed DeWine's reasoning, saying that the governor pointing to parents' rights to make medical decisions for their children is simply using a slogan to defend his veto. Here's uh, his official tweet. Uh, J.D. Vance said, quote, this is a slogan, not a justification. There are many things the law rightfully says no one, including parents, may do to children. This slogan also ignores the extraordinary pressure from interest groups and big pharma to green light poorly understood irreversible procedures. I'm extremely disappointed in the governor's decision uh, and hope it's overwritten. Now, he didn't. There's no way he vetoed this. He's a Republican governor, right? He sh- he's typically should be in line with, you know, normalcy, right? Um, but it can't just be because of parents' rights that he vetoed this, right? Like, there, could it be something else? Like, could it like forty thousand dollars? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like from the hospitals that do oh, the surgeries. Yeah. See, I, I, I got eyes everywhere. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, Mike DeWine took $40,300 from Ohio hospitals that perform child sex changes before vetoing bill to protect kids from the practice. This is how it works. This is how it works. Uh, So after Ohio Governor Mike DeWine vetoed legislation that would have been uh, banned sex changes for minors, a new report revealed that he has received thousands in campaign donations from hospitals that conduct or support those procedures. According to the Daily Caller, from 2018 to 2023, DeWine received uh, $40,300 total from the Ohio Children's Hospital Association, or OCHA, uh, Cincinnati's Children um, and Nationwide Children's Hospital and ProMedica Children's Hospital. Um, This is the uh, list of tweets here. Uh, Parker Thayer, he says, uh, Mike DeWine just vetoed a bill that would have protected children from irreversible genital and hormonal mutilation. Uh, the main entity opposing House Bill 68 seems to have been the Ohio Children's Hospital Association. Uh, this wouldn't be Mike's first time backing down to the OCHA. Oh, and would you look at that? The Ohio Children's Hospital Association has given DeWine $20,000. How nice of him to veto the bill that would have cost, quote, gender affirming uh, children hospitals millions of dollars. They make that I mean, because they're projecting that this movement here is going to be a billion dollar industry. It's multi-billion. Hundreds of billions of dollars. And this bill would have <clears throat> would have lost a lot of money for, mm-hmm. for these hospitals. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's crazy. Donald Trump, because I, th- I believe he was once endorsed by Trump. Trump came out. Um, in a statement he posted to uh, Truth Social, uh, he said, quote, DeWine has fallen to the radical left. No wonder he gets loudly booed in Ohio every time I introduce him at rallies. But I won't be introducing him anymore. I'm finished with this, quote, stiff, unquote. Uh, what was he thinking? The bill would have stopped child mutilation and prevented men from playing in women's sports. Legislature will hopefully overturn. Do it fast. Andy, what we got on this? Well, First of all, you know, Trump got interviewed by Megyn Kelly and couldn't say if he believed that there were only two genders. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Right. Okay. So let's let's clarify that. All right. That should be pointed out. Yeah. He stumbled and he hemmed and hawed and he wouldn't answer the question and say, that's right. You know, at least Ramaswamy says the fucking truth. He says this is a mental illness that should be treated like a mental illness. And if we want to talk about true gender-affirming care, 
gender-affirming care would be looking at a child who is too young to vote, too young to get a tattoo, too young to drink, too young to get a uh, uh, join military, and look at them and say, uh, you're not a woman, you're a little boy, and that's that. That's gender. That's, that's affirming gender. Affirming care. Yes. Yeah. And the fact that we are in 2024 now, and we are talking about allowing parents to make decisions to irreversibly mutilate their own children before their children are even have a mature brain is insane. It's not mental illness. It's criminal. Okay. It's criminal to allow your child to make a decision to cut off their breasts or take irreversible puberty blockers or hormones. The science isn't even, there is no real science behind this anyway. Like just as far as the long term. Yes. Like it's just total backyard pharma guesswork. Let's just load them with a bunch of estrogen and see what the fuck happens. This is why you got Dylan Mulvaney crying his eyes out every fucking day. Like, There is no, this is experimental shit. And if we want to talk about the, oh, the, that my fucking kids said they were going to kill themselves if they didn't cut off their wiener. um, How how many kids say that shit about not being able to go out on the weekend when they're grounded? How many kids say that because you uh, took their internet away? How many kids? Let's look at the actual data. Great point. Let's look at the data of the actual suicide rate for trans people in general. Let's look at the suicide rate for detransition trans people. Okay, let's start talking about some real data, not some catchy slogans or some one-off hypothetical, I would have done this had this not happened. There's a lot of people, just to his point, who say, you know what? Uh, I'm going to kill myself now because I cut off my penis and and uh, or I cut my breasts off and had my uterus removed and I can't live as a woman. Those people are coming out saying that they're going to kill themselves. So who who's more valid, the little kid that doesn't know shit or the person who's actually been through it? who says, you know what, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. These people consulted with me twice. I was 14 years old or 16 years old. I didn't know what I was doing. And here I am with no uterus and no breasts and I can't change it and I can't go back and my life is fucking ruined. So whose opinion is more valid? A kid who doesn't know any better, who's going to throw a tantrum about fucking literally anything, getting grounded, getting the internet taken away. I'm gonna kill myself. How many of you parents have fucking had your kids say some crazy shit like that when you've had to stand up and, and hold the line on them on something? Okay? So, De- Mike DeWine, you're a fucking pussy bitch and you're complacent. Listen, you're complacent in this and in, in what is going to go down in history as one of the most disgusting, predatory, criminal, immoral eras of human history. For 40 grand. This is Weimar Republic 2.0. All right? This has already happened. You're going to live in shame for the rest of your life. You could have made a stand for humanity. You could have made a stand for what's right, and you chose not to. Now, if people, when they're 18 years old, which I still think should be illegal, but if we're going to say that they're an adult, then if they want to have those procedures, then I'm not one to stand in their way. I still think it's not okay. I still think it's fucked up. I still think most of those people are going to end up fucked up mentally. Yeah. Okay? Ultimately, this comes down to weak parents who justify their kids' actions, who look at their kids as friends and not actually as little bitty humans that they have to raise and teach and correct and steer from doing the wrong thing, which is very uncomfortable sometimes. Now, I don't have any kids, but I have raised a lot of other people's kids over my last 25 years in business, and I've had to be a hard ass sometimes and really piss some people off, and sometimes they leave my company. Sometimes they've said, Andy, fuck you, but you know what they end up doing years later? They come back and they say, you know what they say? Thank you. They say, bro, thank you for fucking telling me the truth. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry I was that way. Almost every single time that eventually happens. And, it, and that's what being a parent or being a big brother or being a leader or being a role model is about. And you just cemented your legacy as a fucking disgusting human being that's going to go down in history as one of the people who stood for literally one of the most damaging times in human history. Yeah. And that's that. And and honestly, For 40 when, grand, man. Listen, he's a in my opinion, he in my opinion, that man should be in jail for making that decision. I, I agree. Anybody who does these procedures, 
anybody who does any of this shit should eventually, like, this shit should all be corrected. They should all go to fucking jail. Doctors that perform the shit, this is wrong. It's fucking wrong. That's that's how I feel about it. Yeah. It's insane, man. Guys, tell us what you guys think. Jump down in the comments. Now, 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 now I want to say this. If you're a, do you know who Jeffree Star is? Yeah. Jeffree Star is a very famous trans person. He disagrees with this shit right. from what I've seen. Okay? Like, leave the, the kids alone. I don't have a problem with transgender people. If you want to live your life as the opposite gender as a grown adult, I, dude, I don't care. Yeah. And I don't care if you want to fuck them. I don't care what you want to do. I don't care. The reason you think everybody cares is because you run around everywhere in society and all you talk about is your sexuality and your gender. And you think that's the leading edge of every single person's life okay so this hate that they say they get is self-imposed by acting like a ridiculous human being they're creating it correct it's not transphobia it's you being an asshole yeah (laughs) okay and you forcing people to like like we talked about with this like we saw that everybody saw the delta airlines clip yeah did we we cover that on the show that guy deserves a race okay i don't know if we covered that but there was this delta airlines clip this employee where this guy had his phone this is what they always do with their fucking phones like bro you pull your phone out like that with me i'm gonna shove it up your fucking ass okay they pull out their phone and they start saying some ridiculous shit you misgendered me no you misgendered you you motherfucker (laughs) like that's what the fuck the guy should say like, you're misgendering you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm getting it right, yeah. sir. Yeah. Like, Bro, this whole... That, that's my biggest problem, dude. The shit's not even convincing. No, they're forcing you to uh, make believe... This is the problem I have with it, dude. Yeah. You're asking me to deny what I know to be true to myself. For you. Hold on. Yep. If we deny what we know to be true to ourselves... Does our belief in ourselves and our confidence in ourselves go up or down, do you think? It goes down. It goes down because you are you are violating what you know to be true by even admitting it. So what you're asking me to do is something that is in violation of what I know to be true. And you're forcing it on me. Okay? So I'm not going to play that game because it doesn't it's not just some harmless polite shit. You're asking me to lie so that you can celebrate. That's not okay. And then secondly, what I'm doing by lying to you about this is I'm telling you that if you throw a big enough tantrum that you could get your way with anywhere in life, which is why you are the way you are because most people will fucking bend for that. I'm one of the ones that won't. And I hope the people that listen to this show are the ones that won't because the only way that we're ever going to get around to calling this what it actually is, which is a mental illness, is by not continuing to play the game with these people. Now, if you want to live as a trans person and you want to you want to call yourself a different name, I'll even call you the other name. Yeah. Like, but like, you could go live your life and all this shit. Stay away from my kids. You know, leave me to fuck alone. Like, don't fucking try to impose all this shit on me and judge me for how I believe, and I won't judge you for how you believe. But the whole problem is. Is that these, that's not good enough for these people. These people want to embarrass and they want to get people fired and they want to ruin people's businesses and ruin people's lives by forcing them to adopt something that we all know. Every single fucking human knows. This governor knows. He knows. Everybody knows is not true. It's not true. It's not true. It is not true that a grown man with a set of balls and a fucking dick is a woman. That is not true. If you go to other cultures and you go to these tribes in the middle of Africa, Matt Walsh did this. He went to Africa and asked like these Africans, they said what, they laughed. They couldn't comprehend. And dude, what we have to, we have to come to terms here, bro, is that this is part of the demoralization process of a society. This is a communist tactic to remove the truth from society and it's already been done before if you go look at what's happened in 1930s germany at weimar republic that's w e i w not vi okay it's a w yeah like volkswagen yeah go fucking google it and fucking look up what they did this is nothing new this is what they did back then they did this back then and it's to remove the truth if we cannot if we cannot tell the truth 
about what a man or a woman actually is, what can we tell the truth about? It's the most fundamental truth out there. It is the most fundamental truth. That's why it's so attacked. And, and they leverage people who are mentally ill, who are lonely, who are confused by internet doctrination or, or school doc, indoctrination or trends or what's cool. Like, dude, this is, this, is, this is pure fucking insanity of what's happening here. And people are legitimately being mutilated Kids. because no one will stand up and say it for what it is. Very few people will. And this guy just, I mean... I, it's, He's on the wrong side of the history books. Yeah, forever. Yep. Because this will get corrected. This will not. This will not continue to be this way. No. For forty grand. It's insane. Man. Listen, a lot of people do it for free. A lot of people go along with it because they think they're being polite. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. It's if you want to do it, and that's how you want to live. I Dude, listen. My problem is the shit's not even convincing, man. Like that's the problem. Like that, that at least make it look good, bro. No. Like Singapore, like it's hard to fucking tell. Right? Hold like, on, Taiwan. But, hard but, to tell. Hold on. But the thing is, bro. But like these dudes, bro. Like they're not even on. trying. The less convincing it is, the more effective it is. Because if it were convincing, you would be more likely to go along with it. Yeah. So the less convincing it is, the more effective it is in demoralization because you're understanding that this is clearly a fucking man. Yeah. You understand? That's deep. It's like them taking the mask off, saying, I know I have a dick, but I'm a woman. Call me a woman. If you don't, you're a bigot. No, I'm not. I'm just a normal dude from 2000 fucking one. Yeah, right. That's a penis. Yes. And you're in the pool. Get the fuck out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Guys, tell us what you guys think. Jump in on this conversation down in the comments. Let us know. Uh, with that being said, man, that was out there. People, the people say that, too. They say I'm anti-trans. No, I'm not. I'm anti-little kids getting mutilated. I'm anti-little... Anti hold on. I'm anti-little kids getting injected with hormones. I'm anti-little kids that aren't old enough to get a tattoo or get breast implants deciding to get their breasts removed. I'm, I'm anti-little kid becoming the victim of some fucking mental case mom who doesn't have an actual identity who wants to brag to her friends that she has trans kids i'm anti letting little kids make irreversible decisions around their future which used to be the normalcy in america every that's why there's a rule about drinking that's why there's a rule about voting that's why there's a rule about getting tattoos that's why there's a rule about serving in the military every 12 year old boy on the fucking planet when i was 12 would have loved to join the military but guess what they're not allowed to can't do it but they're allowed to cut off their fucking dicks now. That's fine. You see what I'm saying? That's like, bro, this is this is this is one of the most dangerous, disgusting, immoral weapons. And and by you sympathizing with it, that you're you're part of the problem. Okay? That's real shit. And like, dude, that doesn't make you anti-trans. When someone is 18 years old and they want to go have a a gender reassignment surgery, and that's what they want to live with their whole life, and they want to have complications and be unhealthy and have issues and surgeries after surgery. Listen, yeah. that's your choice. Yeah. I can't dictate that for you, nope. but you're but not the the human brain doesn't even fully develop until kids are like twenty five years old, bro. Yeah. So like, it's absurd shit, and like I'm sorry, I'm just not, I'm not someone who can. I don't know. Like I just I I don't I don't this is probably why I've had a more difficult life than I needed to have. But I've never been able to just go along with shit. Like when I was in school I kicked out of class all the time because I'm like, that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I And everybody knows it, man. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, and nobody will say it because we don't have fucking balls to say it, bro. You guys cut those off too? No shit. I dude, it's just a it's it's I can't this is a hard line in the sand. Listen, we're allowing children to cut off their breasts because they think they're a man. We're allowing boys to cut off their penis and have a hole created in them that they have. Have you ever looked into this? What has to happen for them to like maintain this? Oh, bro. It's like they have to like stretch it open and there's all the kinds of shit. Yeah. They get sick, they have to have multiple they get multiple infections. Like there's this is not like 
a beautiful thing. No. And this is why when you go on the internet and try to Google it, you can't find any fucking pictures of it. They're very hard to find because it's so fucking awful to see. If people would actually take the time, and I have, to seek out images of post-transition surgery, like what you get when you're done, you would rethink your fucking opinion on this. Yeah. That's insane, man. Guys, tell us what you guys think. If they had a picture of it, of both, if they had a picture of a manufactured penis and a manufactured vagina, and people had to look at it and then ask them right to their face, do you think that's okay? 100% of people would say no. No. 100%. And if it would be, if it was 99%. I think in order to have these surgeries, you need to be able to watch a full surgery. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch a video of it, go through. Like, you got to see it. Listen, man. They're, they're, okay. We're going to have, we're going to have this kind of surgery. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter if you're 25. Doesn't matter if you're 35. Doesn't matter if you're 50. Automatic three-year wait time. Mm. Three years. Got to wait for three years. I like it. Give them the time to think. Bro, talk to any of the kids in school, bro. Talk to the kids in school. Kids in high school will tell you that this is no different than like when I was in school or you were in school and there was like a trend happening. Yeah. Like there's kids that don't have any friends and all of a sudden they say I'm non-binary and they're popular. Like this is a social. Everybody's talking about it. Correct. No why they're talking yes, about it. Yes, dude. This is. Yeah. There's so much to consider here and it's so, the implications are so permanent and so damaging. It's just sad, dude. It's real shit, man. Well, guys, let's get to our final segment of the show. As always, we have thumbs up or dumb as fuck. This is where we bring a headline up. We talk about it. It'll get one of those two options. And so with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, Lost Dog is safely rescued after it survived alone in the woods for more than six years. Holy shit. Yeah, man. A little fucking thug, man. Uh, 12-year-old Patterdale Terrier. Survived for over six years. It will go up for adoption soon. So a dog that lived on its own in the woods for about six and a half years is now being cared for at an animal rescue, and eventually it will be adopted into a loving home. The dog named Rose uh, was first reported by a person living near the village of Crawley Down in West Sussex, England, in late November. The Lost Dog Recovery UK South wrote in a December 11th Facebook post, uh, the person who spotted Rose, quote, stopped the traffic, let the dog disappear into the woodland and knew not to follow and just returned ASAP to leave food, said Lost Dog Recovery UK South. Lost Dog Recovery UK South is a nonprofit group funded by donations and run by volunteers, it told Fox News Digital. The concerned citizen was told by someone living in Crawley Down that people in the area were aware of the dog and that she was frequently reported as being found. Um Quote, she was set to stray and be fed by people, uh, said Lost Dog Recovery UK South. The individual whom Lost Dog uh, said was slightly perplexed but st- still very concerned uh, at the notion of a dog living in the woods, reached out to the organization with the discovery of the animal. Uh, quote, realizing it could just have been an owned dog allowed to roam situation, a camera was taken over and food left anyway until more information could be gathered. Uh, the little dog was on camera at 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. the first night, three times the next night, and by the third day already appeared to be waiting for dinner time, watching us park and walk up to the camera site. Um, the group eventually learned that Rose was fed by local residents who thought that she, uh, quote, she should be left alone and she was in co- good condition. Um, so apparently they found the owners, um, uh, uh, but unfortunately Rose's Original owners are unable to take her back into their home. Uh, The owners were located, but, quote, their circumstances have dramatically changed since 2017. Um, They are thrilled that she's safe and unhurt and, of course, sad that they are unable to take her back, wrote the Lost Dog Recovery UK South. Um, So she'll be going to a rescue who can give her what she needs and care for in her old age. Here is Rose. That's fucking bullshit. Those people put that dog out because they couldn't fucking handle it like a lot of people do. You think so? That's sad as fuck. Yeah. That poor dog had a family and fucking lived in the woods for six fucking years on its own because a bunch of shitty humans fucking abandoned it. I fucking hate people, bro. Yeah. I fucking hate them. Like, the fact that you motherfuckers do that shit is fucking disgusting. 
Like you, you fucking give your dogs up to fucking shelters and you abandon them and leave them in your houses and act like they're not a part of your fucking family. Like that dog fucking thinks that those people, I guarantee you that dog saw those people, it'd fucking go crazy. It'd be yeah. so happy. It would love them. And they just fucking. See, I don't know, man. I don't like, I wonder like if it was like a genuine case, like of a lost dog, I don't man. It. You know? No, people are bullshit. Yeah. That's sad as fuck. It's a it, cute little dog. It though. is a cute dog and it deserves better than that. That's not. Dogs are dogs require companionship, and I know they're wild animals and shit, but they've been domesticated over hundreds of years, thousands of years. Yeah, it's just fucking. I it fucking pisses me off. It thumbs up for the dog, and you know the people who are taking care of it now. It looks super happy. Yeah, just you already, I, dude. We heard the story a thousand times. People like here in St. Louis, dude. People have to move, or they can't afford their dog. They drive it out to the country and just let it fucking go, mm-hmm. or they fucking let it leave it in their house when they move and just like leave it there. Like my dad taught me a long time ago, dude. He used to always say he always, used to always say this to us. He said, "If you're good to dogs and you're good to animals, good things will happen to you." And I believe that. No, that's real, bro. I believe that if you're good to animals, I, I believe that good things happen to you. To me, that's a it's a great indicator of of, of just being of character. A, yeah, one hundred. I agree. And like, if my dogs don't like you, yeah, I'm uh, I'm probably not gonna like you. Yeah, it it's because dogs are also great judges of character when it comes to people. Most of the time, bro, people are just shit. Yeah, like whatever happens over the next year, whatever fucking punishment the earth is about to receive for the de- degeneracy. We deserve it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody deserves it, but as a collective, we def- we, we deserve it. Yeah. You know, the fact that we have adults that are willing to stand by and let kids have their penises cut off and, and actually advocate for it and, and, then, and then fucking say, and then good people say nothing, like, whatever's coming our way, bro, as humanity, we deserve it. You know, we, don't, we lack the backbone to stand up for ourselves, to fight for ourselves, to stand up for things that are right anymore. We can't even speak truth for, without fear of losing our social media clout or getting people offended. Like, whatever, dude. Like, we're going to keep talking about it and making fun of it, but the reality is is I've come to terms that whatever happens to people and whatever fucking punishment we're, we get doled upon us, it's it's well-deserved. So. Well, guys, 80, that's all I got. Yeah. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no headshot, case closed. Close.